1: You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired.
0: Presented by The Salvation Army. Join the fight for good and donate by saying, Alexa, make a donation to The Salvation Army if you're listening with Alexa. Or go to SalvationArmyUSA.org to make a gift a brain eating amoeba just claimed another victim by Robbie Gonzalez the temperature in waco texas was approaching 83 degrees last thursday when mia Marioli arrived in search of Negleria fowleri a brain eating warm water loving amoeba that kills almost every person it infects an environmental engineer at the centers for disease control and prevention madioli spent the day at bsr surf resort a local water park filling 50-liter jugs with samples from the facility's various attractions. When she finished, she checked her containers for leaks, double-bagged them, and stowed them in a rolling cooler with no ice. Negleria doesn't like the cold, so we ship our water samples at room temperature, says Mattioli, who wrapped the coolers tight, drove them to FedEx, and shipped them overnight to the CDC's Environmental Microbiology Laboratory in Atlanta, Georgia, for analysis. What brought the CDC to Waco was this. One week prior, some 1,600 miles away, 29-year-old Fabrizio Stabile had been mowing his lawn in Ventnor City, New Jersey, when a headache forced him to stop and rest. That was Saturday, September 16th. According to a GoFund page created in his memory, Stabile was admitted to Atlanta Care Regional Medical Center with a fever and a swollen brain. On Thursday, doctors detected negleria fowleri. Stabile's cerebrospinal fluid. By Friday, he was dead. His diagnosis? Primary amoebic meningoencephalitis, or PAM for short. Stabile's doctors probably weren't looking for brain eating amoebas when he first arrived. The symptoms of Nagleria infection look flu like at first, and later like other, more common forms of meningitis. PAM is very, very rare. Since 1962, The CDC has recorded just 143 case reports, an average of fewer than three victims a year, though all but four have perished. The last reported U.S. case was in 2016. This is actually the first time it's been detected in a New Jersey resident, says state epidemiologist Tina Tran, who worked with Stabile's physicians and the CDC to determine where he might have contracted the infection. It's more common in the southern states, where the water tends to be warmer. Southern states, like Texas. Stabile, his doctors learned, had recently returned from a trip to BSR in Waco. It's there that he is believed to have been infected by Nagleria fowleri, and where epidemiologists from Waco-McLennan County Public Health District joined Mattioli last week to sample the water and submit it for analysis. It will be days before results are finalized, but it won't be a surprise if the samples test positive for Nagleria. As rare as PAM is, the amoeba that causes it is common in fresh water. Epidemiologists have found it in lakes and rivers as far north as Minnesota, which saw its first case of PAM in 2010, and in pools, water parks, and municipal water systems across the American South. Researchers at the CDC have gone so far as to call it ubiquitous. Those same researchers predict its range will only expand as global temperatures increase. Yet, drinking from these sources presents no risk of infection. In fact, even swimming is relatively safe. To pose a threat, Nagleria fowleri must first ride a gush of water up a person's nose. There, on exceedingly rare occasion, it finds a foothold on the mucous membrane lining the nasal cavity, migrates along the olfactory nerves, and invades the victim's brain. It then releases cell-rupturing molecules, and feasts on tissues in the frontal lobe using mouth-like feeding structures that microbiologists refer to as food cups. Symptoms appear within 10 days of exposure. In all but a small number of cases, death follows within another 5. Neglaria infections are so deadly, their killing mechanism so ghastly, that they produce a kind of PR paradox for public health officials. Most experts think that PAM is underdiagnosed. The average mortality rate in the U.S. might be closer to 16 people per year. But even so, the odds of any one person succumbing to a brain-eating amoeba are vanishingly slim. Yet the fact that PAM cases are almost always fatal, well-publicized when they are diagnosed, and typically involve children, means that they tend to stir up fear and confusion among residents of affected communities. Broadly educating people and medical providers entails also schooling them in all the reasons Nagleria is unlikely to strike them. The public health message we've been stressing in New Jersey is that you can't transmit PAM from person to person, says Tran. The fact is, you will almost certainly not die of Nagleria foulery. Even at 16 deaths in the U.S. per year, that's 1 in 20 million chance. You're much better off worrying about car accidents or diabetes. Or, if you want something to worry about while swimming, drowning. Still, wouldn't it be better if, say, you didn't have a niggling sense of impending doom every time you snorted pool water up your nose? Along with the CDC, the U.S. Geological Survey and Monterey Bay Aquarium Research Institute are developing tests that can monitor water for the presence of nigleria in real time. A tool that could allow public health officials to warn communities when amoeba concentrations spike in local waters in response to, say, warm summer weather. New approaches might also make the infection less of a death sentence. Currently, patients believed to be infected with neglaria fowleri are given miltifocine, a highly controlled experimental drug that has shown promise in treating PAM. Last month, researchers at UC San Diego announced they had discovered three new molecular targets for treating the amoeba, along with several drugs capable of stanching its growth. All of the drugs were more potent in a lab dish than miltifocine, it's a starting point," says Anjan Debnath, a parasitologist at UC San Diego and co-author on the paper describing the discovery. It shows we can find more potent compounds for fighting Nagleria fowleri. The next step, he says, is to validate their findings in an animal model of the infection, which they have also developed. For now, though, early detection and prevention are key. Matoli underscores the importance of water management protocols. In facilities that use treatments and disinfectants, you should hope to not find any niglaria in that water, she says. But treatment procedures can vary from place to place, especially at water parks, which may draw on water from various sources to fill their attractions. Each investigation teaches us a little more about how to decrease the risk of growing, harboring, or contracting this rare infection, Marioli says, and how to prevent it from becoming common.